Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The thing that leaps out at me is... What is that? This is the Rich Eisen Show. Maybe the Niners hold on to Garoppolo? How can you say it's Trey's team we have moved on? Right. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. There's no real reason to have that person around. I think you got to cut bait. Earlier on the show, University of Cincinnati head coach Luke Fickle. Coming up, Packers running back Aaron Jones. Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. Your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Okay, everybody. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers calling in about 20 minutes' time from Packers camp. And then uh, one hour after that, our friend Kurt Warner will join us. Uh, He's fresh back from 49ers training camp where Trey Lance has the reins ready to go for San Francisco. And the whole conversation involving him is just a, a ton of doubters. Whole load of doubters. And um, you are not one of those. I am not one of them. I am not one of them because I know that if you have a quarterback in the Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan system that can move, that can move, that can move around and make you think you have no idea where the ball is, whose hands are on it, and where it's going. If you've got a guy that can keep the defense guessing and then keep it and run it, or keep it and throw it, or hand it to Debo, or throw it to Debo, and I know he's holding in, but this thing's going to get done. DK Metcalf got done, and they share the same agent. And... This is the this is an incredible game of chicken that's going on with San Francisco and Seattle right now. Amazing. Because, and I'll get to the wide receiver in just a quick second, but if you have that kid who can run it, throw it, create more doubt, put more pressure on a defense, certainly in the red zone, then... You've got yourself a heck of an offense. Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, the running game, and then this kid. That's the issue, kid. And a lot of people just can't wrap their their arms around the fact that the Niners, having made the Super Bowl just a few short years ago and almost making it last year, that they would throw their lot in with a, a, a kid 
and have to live and die with the ups and downs and the growing pains and the maturation of it all. But guess what? The Niners cast that die, put their toe in that ocean the minute they sent all those draft choices to the Miami Dolphins to trade up in the draft in 2020. The minute, or 2021, the minute that happened. So now it's time. It's time to pay that bill. And then on the DK front, just think about it. DK Metcalf is paid. They share the same, he shares the same agent with uh, the 49ers, uh, Debo Samuel. So the Seahawks kind of know. Uh, obviously, they got to take care of their own business, and DK needs to be taken care of. And so. They know whatever contract they give to Metcalf is going to be taken immediately to John Lynch and say, this is the floor for our guy that we're talking about here. They know that right on the spot. And he also knows that DK doesn't do for Seattle the same stuff that Debo does for San Francisco. So signing DK does kind of put pressure on the 49ers to get things done with Debo. And to get things done with Debo, I'm sure you can move things around. But one would think, T.J. Jefferson, Susie Schuster sitting in for Chris Brockman, and hey, Jay Felly, I just realized I started just by a soliloquy on this hour, but that how do you think they might have to pay Debo right now? It's possible they don't have to do this, but one would think in order to pay Debo what he needs to get paid, the cap space, how do you create it if you need to create it? Well... Getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo might be a way to do it. Getting Garoppolo's salary, whether you have to eat it all right now or you can save some of it right now, off the the books. And who might hop on Jimmy Garoppolo the minute he's available? To throw to the newly paid DK Metcalf. Again, I'm not saying there is a direct correlation because each team has to take care of their own business. And I, 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 uh, I don't know how the cap actually is down to the penny and what they can move around with the capology uh, in San Francisco along with John Lynch to make it work. It's very confusing. I, because I, I missed that part of independent study this week. <laughs> what were you doing? Um, uh, just, Susie and I started Yellowstone this week. So oh, okay. We cool. enjoyed the, the first two hours. Very you good. Got a long way to go. I, I know that. We're very excited. <laughs> We're very excited. Watch it right, right here on Peacock, as a matter of fact. Um, but put it all together, and it, it's, it just seems like, okay, we signed DK. That agent now is going to take this to John Lynch, say, there's the floor for Debo. And then uh, the floor is going to have a little bit more of a ceiling. And in order to facilitate this right now, Maybe it would be helpful to get Jimmy Garoppolo off your roster, and who might uh, take it and take that and uh, bring him to our roster for DK. Seattle. Fascinating stuff mm-hmm. playing out. Kind of dig it. So there's all of that. 844 Rich is the uh, number dial here uh, on this program. Suze, uh, did Chris Brockman leave a piece of paper on, uh, on the desk for you to uh, – he did. Take in, ruminate, and execute here on the program? He did. He okay. didn't clean his desk. Well. That's... But he did leave me. Very good. Okay. But you were able to find this piece of paper. I did. It was actually very clear. Okay. Very good. It's well now worded. time It's now time for What's More Likely here on the Rich Eisen Show heading into the weekend. Hit it, please. Hit it. What? What's more likely? Never say never, but never. Okay. Hit it, please. Hit it. 
All right, we know that Julio Jones has the one-year deal with the Bucks, six million. He made his debut on Thursday. Who's more likely to have more receiving touchdowns this season, Julio or OBJ? Oh, <laughs> hmm. oh my gosh! Wow, I know what Brockman's uh, you know trying to dig at here is. Odell, when he comes back and is healthy, is far more effective than a full-year, 33-year-old Julio Jones, but I'm not taking the cheese. I'm going with Julio Jones, who's going to start the season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and have Tom Brady throw in his direction more often than Tannehill did in Julio's direction last year. Um, And I'm going to go with Julio Jones on this front. So the quote, Omar, the, the cheese stands alone? That's one way to put it, or Omar's coming? (laughs) <laughs> or O-Behave. 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 Okay, very good. Thank you. That's a that's a good one. I, 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 see where, I see where you're going with that one. You know what you don't do? Mm. You don't bet against Tom Brady. That's correct. Birthday's coming up, Tommy. That's right. You guys share a birthday. You share a birthday. You do. I see you, Tommy. What else you got over there? Which team that Rich has been loving is more likely to win their division, Eagles or Raiders? Rich, Eagles or Raiders? <sighs> <laughs> He's picked them both, so I uh, I haven't picked the Eagles yet. You sure? No, I have been making noises. I mean, you've been I have crying. been making noises. I'm I haven't talked myself into the Eagles winning the NFC East. Well, you probably should just yet. You probably should. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. Uh, I know Chris is trying to. I know Chris is trying to get me off of the Raiders. That he he believes deep down. I don't believe that the Raiders are doing this. He thinks that I might be doing the old saw of anybody who does this show for a living, a type of show like this for a living, that I'm I'm zigging while everyone else is zagging. Hey, look over or here. Or I'm zagging when everyone else is zigging. But I'm not. I am in. Good call. As long as everyone stays healthy, we do not know what we don't know. How does that sound? Derek Carr and... Devontae Adams, we don't know what they look like as professional players together, but we know what they look like in college, and it's so rare for someone to come in, learn a new offense, learn a new quarterback at the stage of Devontae Adams' career and at his incredible ability where you need to have that sixth sense, that Peyton Manning sixth sense with receivers, that Aaron Rodgers sixth sense that they had together, but they have that together. Chandler Jones with Max Crosby, new head coach and Josh McDaniels from Susie's New England Patriots, put it all together. I'm going to say it's more likely the Raiders win the division than the Eagles do. How about that, Cowboy fan over there? <laughs> okay. Speaking I say, of Cowboys fan, is today Dak's birthday? It is. Okay, so let me direct this to you as well as Rich, oh, TJ Jefferson. Okay. okay. What is more likely? What's more likely, that the birthday boy wins Super Bowls in Dallas or finishes his career elsewhere? <laughs> Ouch. Happy birthday, Dak. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying earlier. Like I thought, that's me and a birthday punch. This is not. This is Brockman. She is only. Yeah, she's such nasty she New England she could, She's an outstanding quarterback. She's executing she could, the game plan that has been left. She could have Omaha that and didn't and not read it. I'm from New England. We go deep and dirty. Wow. We, we hit you where it's it the hurts. dirty water. It's the yeah, dirty yeah. water. What, what's more likely? <laughs> what's more likely that Dak wins the Super Bowl in Dallas or elsewhere? T.J. Jefferson. Well, obviously. He's gonna win a Super Bowl oh, in Dallas. See, what, a, what are we doing here? I, I will it's take obvious. the I will take the more objective approach. Yeah, I'm not, and agree with you anyway. Thank you, sir.
and agree with you anyway. Oh, so you admit. Is this like when the Cowboys play the Jets for the Super Bowl? I don't know when he's thinking. <laughs> hey, Susie. Hey, Rich, I don't know. You know what's happening over yeah, there? Susie loses. there is yeah. a whole lot different than Susie over I mean, there. It's I like mean, two different Susies. I like that you know what better. I mean? She, she's trying it's to and she's trying to incorporate Brockman on this side, well, and I don't know if I love seat. it. You're I mean, not wrong, TJ. You know, because Susie's different, Rich. By the way, I am sitting here in this chair right now, and I'm here. You know, so. are you? I, I like her over here. I know. So, do you think, what, like, under what circumstances, Dak Prescott not a Dallas Cowboy for his entire he's career? Not. Like, is he is he is he going to pull like a Brady towards the end of his career? Like, what? Look, I don't get that, man. I don't either. So, what, he could pull a Rich Gannon and go somewhere late in his career and win there? I'll still take the fact that I think if it's – and more, the most likely thing is he doesn't win a Super Bowl at all in Dallas. I mean, uh, t- statistically speaking, you might be correct. Right? Why wouldn't he go to somewhere else if he wants to at some point? Look what Felly gave me, by the way, to ping him. <laughs> Which is what uh, – yeah, I said if I wasn't paying attention to throw this at me. Mike Del Tufo never gives me anything <laughs> well, to throw at I've, I've never given that to Chris okay. either. That was very just good. for you. <laughs> I think it's a good question for his birthday. It's very I, philosophical, looking forward into no, the future. I, I Susie, it's like we talked about the other day, or actually when Chris and I went to lunch. There's something rich about the being the cowboy or the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Would Tony Romo be in the position? position he was if he had spent all that time as the Cleveland Browns quarterback I'm willing to bet no would Jason Witten have gotten a chance to become an announcer without being the tight end of the Cowboys so there is something that being associated no especially doubt. as the Cowboy of the quarterback no question the quarterback of the Cowboys I'm sorry it kind of brings you something right so yeah. just just add Chad Hutchinson right <laughs> well he didn't have success though what else Boy. you got over there? So we're on time say, for like Aaron if, Jones. If, yeah, if Paul Molitor was somewhere else, would you actually have known who he was? But that's a total nonsense. Wow. Okay. I Paul went Mel- deep there. Um, Baker Mayfield, five touchdown passes in his second practice. You know he went over the first one and threw a pick. <laughs> it was not a good start. Who's more likely practice. to have more touchdown passes, Baker or everyone who plays for the Browns combined? Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's definitely a Brockman Boy, question. Man. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. That's fascinating. I'll go with Baker Mayfield. How about them apples? Hmm. I'll, I'll go with Baker. It's more likely that that Baker throws more touchdown passes as a Carolina Panther than, than the Browns quarterbacks do combined. Because I'm assuming Deshaun either doesn't play or he doesn't play for half the season or he doesn't play for um, three quarters of the season. Man, there's a lot of moving parts right there. Deshaun could end up playing all 17 and if that's the case. Uh, so, and you know what? I'll, I'll I'll just, after talking it out, I'll, I'll go the Browns quarterbacks combined. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because Baker play. might get hurt and who the hell knows if he's... There's a lot of moving parts. There's a quarterback competition on one side, and there's a waiting for Sue L. Robinson on the other. I'll go Browns. I'll go Browns on that one. You, you got, got time for one or more? One, one or two more? We got time for one more. What do Let's you got? go with the bonus, okay? Let's go with the bonus. We're going bonus. All right, the bonus one. One more. Oh. All right, we'll get one more. Thank you, George. Okay, what do you got? It's the NFC West. The wide receiver you'd most want for the 2022 season, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, or Cooper Cup. Oh, it's a deep. Oh, it's a start bench cut. It's a start bench cut just to go oh, make it a little special come on a Friday. On start bench cut. He's DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Cooper Cup. For doing cut. this and leaving it all, <laughs> leaving it. Wow. What a piling turd he left on his desk. I mean, I think it's kind of my wife put me in this position. Get out of here. I think the start's kind of clear. The other two, 
The starts Cooper Cup. Yeah, you start Cooper Cup. Yeah, he's the only one who's coming back to the same situation as he had the previous and season. Also, and also, he's... He's coming off of the Triple Crown season. Yeah. All right. And uh, Super Bowl. And he knows I love all three of these guys. You are and fans it's so of wrong. Those guys. I'm going to start Cooper Cup. I'm going to bench Debo and I'm cutting DK Metcalf, which are words I would never say in a million wow. years. But he's putting me in a position. That's what I would do. <laughs> Who D- I would want. Wait, hold on. DK's on the phone. What? Uh, no, You're not coming DK, on the show? No, I got it. No, right. and, and, and DK, I want him to run a 40 with me one time. Well, it's not going to happen now. <laughs> Thanks, Brockman. <laughs> While he's day drinking right now. <laughs> golfing. Well, he's, actually, he said he couldn't day drink because he was going to go golfing. And I'm like, dude, that's what you do when you go golfing. What are you talking about? I mean, he's going to focus that much. Exactly right. You'll get nothing in like it. I never slice. It's too serious. <laughs> it's too serious. All right. Good stuff. Thank you, Suze. Greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, the one and only Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partners. Sleep number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. 10 numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. JD Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's change the subject suddenly. <laughs> Why? Something happened at Carpool? 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Aaron Jones, the Packers, calling in shortly. Let's I do go. like that shirt, Rich. I'm, I'm just gonna oh, say really? Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. Why'd you go hire a register? I'm not sure. <laughs> we did hire a register our to. entire vacation. I love the shirt. Liz and Sarah and I are going to go through all the clothes after the show. What? And just clean what? house because you've been wearing like the same blazer once a week, some shirts that need to be retired. This is Orla Bar Brown. Nobody pays attention. This is Orla Bar Brown. It is. And going I love next him. level chic, and people do pay attention. 
I mean, they really they pay attention to what I have on, so I know they're they paying do. attention to what they you're do. wearing. Because who am I compared to you? So. Stop it. Twitter is all a Twitter. They want to know who makes. I'm just saying, this ain't the T.J. Yeah. Jefferson show. It's the Rich Eisen show. So they're looking at you, like people oh, that's notice. Eisen Hilton. Yeah, that's right, Charles. <laughs> oh, staying at Turner. We'll talk about that on this just program. Saying, the, the shirt plays. That's all I'm saying. Shirt plays. Is it? Uh, does it? Now hold on. Is it? Is the shirt solid? Or, or does it have some drip to it? I would say... Is it solid or liquid? It, it doesn't really have a drip to it. It's just a, that's a solid shirt, though, man. I don't like it. The shirt don't wiggle, wiggle. It it's jiggles. True, though. It folds. I mean, it's not a, it's, it's not a Martin t-shirt like I'm rocking today, but it does still good. look okay. incredible. I'm glad we've had this subject <laughs> uh, here on the program. Back here on the show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line, one of our favorites. I say that every time, don't I? But well, I mean it. As you know, we talk tr- about him when he's not on the show. He's a one man. And he caused a, a bit of a stir around here, though. How recently? so? Well, you know. You know, we'll get to it with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is from the <laughs> Green Bay Packers, Pro Bowler Aaron Jones. How you been, Aaron? I've been good. And you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. There's so many different questions I have for you, uh, Aaron Jones. <laughs> There's so many questions I have for you. Uh, I think I know one of them. Okay, here it is. <laughs> You know, um, they, and normally, normally I save this stuff to the end, but it's too important. And a lot of people might be sitting here thinking, well, Devontae Adams isn't your team anymore, and Aaron Rodgers and the offense might change, and that's what I'm talking about. I'm not. I'm talking about what you sent out on Twitter and Instagram or something like that recently. You asked, yes, you asked uh, is cereal soup? <laughs> and I will now give you the floor. Uh, what, what's up with that? Um, so when you think of when you when you think about it, uh, it, it has the same mechanisms as as soup. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's water, well, milk or water based. Yes. Um, and then you you have your stuff in there, whether it be like um, noodles, it might be pasta, or it might be yes. um, like vegetables, kind of the, vegetables, the little alphabet pastas, sure. or um, different things that you can put in soup. You could put vegetables, different things. So I'm like. Well, why isn't uh, cereal considered soup? It's kind of the same form. Mm-hmm. You need a spoon to eat it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, okay, that was my so, thinking behind. So, it. how did how did your crowdsource go, Aaron? What did you glean? What did you glean uh, from your crowdsourcing I on got, this subject? I got mixed reviews, uh, but I think at the end, people were like, "No, it's not soup. It's cereal." <laughs> yes, it's cereal with milk is what they said. Okay. So, um, and then, uh, again, I have so many questions. What, what caused you to have this epiphany and moment of just thinking uh, and it coming up? Or were you just sitting there having a bowl of cereal going, hmm, this could be soup? Uh, Is that what I it was? I was sitting there with a couple of uh, other NFL guys. We were at uh, NFL social um, event and... Yes. They start asking questions like, is water wet? Um, <laughs> is, a, is a hot dog considered a sandwich? Oh. And, I, and I said, yes, a hot dog is definitely considered a sandwich, what? if you think about it. Well, again, again <laughs> now, now you're, you're, going, you're talking mechanisms and literal things. Like, yes, a sandwich is one piece of bread, something, and then another piece of bread, usually on top. Not like on the side. Like a hot dog is, you, you know, you rest the piece of meat in a sliced piece of of bread um and it does wrap it does envelop the the product in between uh, so technically you can call it a sandwich but it's just not in the same way that cereal is not soup okay Aaron. let's break the let's break the bun in in half and okay. now you have two pieces in the hot dogs in the middle 
then it's a sandwich? Well, now you're just weird. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just weird. You know, I mean, you now, now you crossed the line is what I'm saying, essentially. You know, so you do. So you consider a hot dog a sandwich. And so then and then it eventually this conversation graduated to is cereal soup. Yes, mm. sir. OK. And what is your cereal of choice then that you would consider? Is it a, is it a count uh, chocolate uh, soup? Is it a uh, sugar smacks soup? What do you have? What are you talking it, about? It is uh, Aaron Jones touchdown squares. And then my second oh, one will be what? Fruity Pebbles. So wait a minute. You have your own cereal. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. How do yes, I not sir. have it? We, we need it. How do I not have it? Well, we'll well, we'll get you some boxes sent out to you. Oh, my God. We have Terrell Owens's O's. We have Josh's Jack's, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. We have those cereals here. That's Josh Allen's. Factual. So the same people who made Josh Allen's made mine. And so Aaron, so we have Aaron Jones's, what are they called? What are they called? Touchdown squares. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a healthy cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, okay. Okay. A healthy cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, we so, need those in our life. So outside of your own product, Aaron... Uh, what, did you say Fruity Pebbles? Is that what you want? Yes, sir. Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> they and are they, delicious. They are incredible. And they stay, they stay crispy in milk. And then, the, and then, so again, I understand that this, this makes your case of cereal being soup because you do finish it and then you've got that sweet milk. You the, just, you just soup after that sweet soup after is the best part. <laughs> 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 Aaron Jones here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, now we've handled that very important piece of business. Let's talk a little football. Um, how is the offense looking differently, Aaron Jones, that you're willing to share with us? What do you got? Um, a lot. Uh, I, I would say uh, a lot of guys are stepping up and having to step up, and we, we know that uh, with losing 17, Devontae Adams, um, we know it's going to be a collective whole uh, that has to make up for that. So it's not just going to be one person. And uh, you're seeing guys stepping up and uh, getting involved. Okay. And um, how is it going to be maybe a little bit more run-centric? Are you hearing your number called a little bit more, Aaron Jones? What do you um, think? I would say it's about 50-50 in both ways uh, in running and the passing game. So um, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that, just getting the ball in space and um, – doing what I do. So you're not going to tell us, you're not going to tell us how the offense is different is basically what you're saying, Aaron. You can be honest. You're just not going to tell us. I mean, we still still have pretty much the same offense. Okay. Pretty much. It's just a different guy who's in there. And I know uh, for for 17, as you mentioned, uh, I know Aaron Rodgers talking uh, about Alan Lazard yesterday said, you know, going from one Hall of Famer to another Hall of Famer is going to take an adjustment. Um, how did how did you uh, receive Devontae Adams saying he's gone from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another? How did you take that comment? Um, I've only been with A Rod, and I mean, I, know, I definitely know he's a future Hall of Famer. I don't I don't know too much about Derek Carr's stats and stuff like that. I haven't worked with him, but um, I just I, I seen him come back, and t- he said, "I'm not recanting on my statement." But <laughs> if you look at the numbers, I haven't looked at the numbers or anything, but. Um, it was a little surprising to see that, but, um, you know, he, that's his quarterback, so he's got, he has to take up for his quarterback the same way I'm going to take up for my quarterback. Aaron Jones here on the Rich Eisen Show. Did A.J. Dillon destroy a mascot recently? Did he literally <laughs> take somebody and hospitalize a mascot? Did that happen? Did he, I see that He problem? definitely did. Um, and you, I feel like you guys didn't see the best 
angle of it. AJ has the best angle. The the mascot did like a full flip, like 360 flip. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> After you ran him over, you you guys only seen him get ran over. So, um, no, AJ definitely destroyed that mascot. <laughs> he squared him up um, like I a linebacker. They got a new one. He squared him up like a linebacker in the hole, man. He just absolutely took him out. You know, that was something else. That was the funniest thing I had seen in a while. <laughs> so uh, that's just an, I, I know that we in the media sometimes take fun videos like that and say, well, this guy's ready to go, um, even though it's just a mascot. But I, I, I mean, your one-two punch that you can provide at the running back position is as good as it gets in the NFL. I'm wondering how the two of you, uh, you know, get along, hang out. What's your relationship, the two of you, like? Aaron Jones. Oh, we have a we have a great relationship. Uh, AJ has been my little brother since he came in, and uh, he was here with me and Jamal, and I think he got to see the way that we bonded and connected. And uh, now it's me and him, and we're we're bonding and connecting the same way. Uh, we want to see each other both be successful, and we know like if he has success, it's just going to push me, and vice versa. And then we can communicate. Hey, this is what we're seeing on the field, or. Uh, this is this is what blitz is coming. This is the rotation, things like that. And so uh, we're, we're we're really close, and uh, we're just continuing to work work with each other to help each other out on the field because you, we we both know that in this league uh, you need a running mate. It, it makes both of your jobs easier. Yeah, I mean, sure, and it, it can take mileage off of either one of you and keep you guys fresher. But how does it work? I mean, when you're on the field. And you see twenty eight running in, or he 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 he's there, and he sees thirty three running in. Um, how how does that work? You know, obviously you come uh, out. I understand that, but you, I imagine there are times you'd like to stay in, Aaron Jones. Oh, def uh, uh, definitely. As a competitor, you definitely have those moments where you would like to stay in. But uh, it's what can I do for the team to help us win? So. Um, I mean, if we're getting in the end zone, it doesn't matter if I'm getting in the end zone, if 12, whoever it is, as long as we're putting those points up on the board, I'm happy and we're winning. That's that's all that matters at the end of the day. Uh, I mean, stats and accolades are nice, but at the end of the day, we have one main goal, and that's to win the Super Bowl. Aaron Jones here on the Rich Eisen Show from the Green Bay Packers. So when it all does come down to it, last year seemed to be a perfect opportunity for you when we know it didn't work out. How often do you think of the way last year ended, Aaron Jones? Uh, Often, very often, I've, I've thought of the last three years the way it's ended, and you know it's so close. But um, I think that's just going to make us better for it. We know what we need to do in those games; uh, just execute at a high level. Um, that's normally the team that wins who executes more on a consistent basis. What would winning a Super Bowl mean to you? Uh, it'd mean everything. I mean, this this town deserves it. Uh, we put in the work. I definitely think we deserve it. But just because you deserve it doesn't mean you're going to get it. You got to go out there and earn it. And Aaron Rodgers, how has he shown up in a way that the last couple of years it's been different with his future in doubt? Now he's flat out saying, "I'm retiring here." How how has that changed anything in your mind? Uh, to me, he's always, he was always going to be my quarterback, so it hasn't changed anything for me. Um, just but just happy to know you have your leader here and he he wants to be here he's going to be here for a while and uh like i said he's our leader he gets everybody going um he holds everybody accountable and to a high standard uh he expects greatness out of you and um you just got to prove yourself day in day out with him can you give me an example of how he does that please Aaron Jones? Um, um yeah so we might be in, we might be in the huddle and it might be a certain play called and he might get up to the line of scrimmage just to see if guys have been in their playbook or studying uh change up the play throw out a signal and 
really give God give him a a little chance to communicate. But if you're wearing in your playbook, he's gonna know on that play. And then he'll he'll come out and he'll talk to you, pull you to the side, and like, hey, this is why I changed it. I'm testing you, and and you see him do it a lot to the younger guys, and um, and then that's how they know, hey, like I gotta gain his trust. I want to be on the field. I gotta know this stuff. Are you saying he's testing everybody's independent study time? Is that what you're saying, Aaron? In a way, he definitely does. He, he'll get up there and uh, call audibles that aren't haven't even uh, they've they've been installed but haven't been up or haven't uh, ran them. And you just testing who's in their playbook and um, who's who. You know, it's at at at, the, at that point is who wants to be out there and who wants it and who wants to go home and you know who who wants to be great. Huh. And he will legitimately, literally say, I'm doing this because I'm testing to see if you knew it. That's why I'm doing it. He would do he, That's what he does. That's oh, yes. And he's he's done that ever since I've, I've came in as well. Like, and it, a lot of times it's to, it's to the younger guys, to the rookies and um, making sure you're in your playbook. And if, if you're not, that'll that'll wake you up right away. And, and the guys learn from it. Have you seen him do that to somebody on a certain play? And then when it comes time to actually use it in a game, he uses it to success. And then they kind of share a moment like, remember, remember back in July, back in August? That's why we did it. Have you, have oh, you yeah, witnessed I've that? Seen, I've seen it happen uh, many times. And, uh, and it just, that's what it's about. In practice, you're not going to be perfect, but you, you get it down and you, you make that mistake, but you don't make that mistake again. And uh, you learn from it. And then when it's time to go execute it, you go execute it. And you look back at those moments, and those are teaching and learning moments. And you, you thank him. You really thank him for that. And lastly, did he chime in on the very thorny subject is cereal soup? Did Aaron Rodgers chime in on that subject matter? No, I'm going gonna, gonna to have to go ask him. That's a great he, – he, he's very smart. So I'm going I'm to ask him and see what he says. And I'll, next time I talk to you guys, I'll definitely let you know. He's a great philosophizer, and I think this is one of those things that might stop him in his tracks. To be honest with you, <laughs> um, but I, I and I, I I don't profess to say I I I, I know what he'll say, but I, I'm going to guess he's going to fall down on the uh, on the side of of um, the cereal is not soup when it all comes I, I down think, to I it. I think he's going to fall down on that side too, but I hope I can persuade him to to my side. Well, does he have a box of Aaron Jones touchdown squares? Does he have? Oh, we have it on the screen. Look at that. Okay, hey, Toasty, it up. <laughs> there it is, Aaron Jones, Touchdown Squares, there you are celebrating in uh, with milk splashing around your, your feet, like you're, like you're jumping into the bowl of Toasty Sweet Cinnamon Square Cereal, look at that, okay, 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 I see you, I see you, yes, sir. I want one of those, we, we, we need it, we need it for the studio, we'll have it here, Suze, sure hold on, my, my, my wife is chiming in right here, what do yeah, you Yeah, Aaron, he loves cereal, oh, God. Like, he will be eating this so disgustingly at every hour of the day. It'll be great. Rich Eisen That's loves him some cereal. Blame you, Rich. It's not. It's not disgusting, Suze. Because he some... will be eating so much of it, I'm gonna have to hide it. It's what, and and <laughs> and then if she gives me grief for it, I'm like, uh, I'm just having soup. I'm just having some <laughs> soup. <laughs> you know, just you, some... you can't say anything about having soup. Soup is good for you. It is. I know. I just. I. I... <laughs> I just don't look at a, a bowl of milk and say that that could possibly be soup. Although there are dairy-based soups, you know. I mean, you know, he's on, he might technically be onto something. Yeah, here. you didn't ask him the um, what, like the real sports question, which is what kind of milk do you use? Oh, okay, next level. What do you got? Ooh. What do you got? I use uh, the almond almond milk, the the yes, eighty the eighty calorie one, the sweeter one. Yeah, you do. We gotta use the sweeter. Well done. Okay, sweet, sweet almond milk <laughs> to go with my touchdowns. With my touchdown squares, 
Okay. Hey, Aaron Jones, really appreciate the time. Always enjoy our chats. Let's do this uh, when the season begins. After you score, yes, after, after you get Thank some you. of those real touchdown squares, call into the show. We'll, we'll, we'll chat about it. Please. Yes, sir. Thank you. Always. Always a pleasure to talk to Showtime33 with a Y as he spells it on his Instagram and his Twitter accounts right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Got to follow him because you never know when questions like, is cereal soup going to be posed and stop you in your tracks? I'm a big fan of Aaron Jones, man. Constant on my fantasy football team yearly. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. I oh, can't get him. I For some reason, I'm never early. able to get him. Yeah. And he and Dylan, they're gonna they're gonna run it more. They should run it more. You you imagine if Aaron you got Rodgers, those two? dude, could you imagine if Aaron Rodgers all he's got to do is throw it twenty times in a game? <laughs> That's gonna be ridiculous. and he's like eighteen for twenty. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, <laughs> eighteen for twenty, three touchdowns. It. That's it. Two ninety. No could picks. you imagine if they can get out of Dodge on a couple of Sundays or Thursdays or Mondays or what have you? With Rodgers throwing it 20, 25 times, that's it. Because because Jones has got 20 carries and A.J. Dillon's got 20 carries. And you know the way it works is Jones and Rodgers, the two Aarons combined together to put the Packers up early. And then Dillon tenderizes you late and then <laughs> runs out the clock in the fourth quarter. That's, tenderizes is an uh, interesting description. That's what, what it is. A.J. Dillon does. That's what it is. And that's, by the way, what was missing from the divisional playoff game is Dylan got hurt yeah, in the snow. And if Dylan could have been there and if they could have dictated on that very stout San Francisco front seven somehow, some way, and put one in the end zone, which they couldn't do, maybe they would have played more. But Dylan got hurt, man. And that changes a lot. And I just remember when Dylan got drafted, that was the same draft in 2020 that they drafted Jordan Love. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, we're all wondering why are they getting a quarterback when they got Rodgers, and why are they what? Why are they, they getting another running back? Why, why, got... it, it, it was why they get this guy when they have that Aaron at that position, and why they get this guy when they have Aaron at that position, quarterback and running back. And Dylan has proven to be a major contributor, important piece for Green Bay. Let's yeah, put the Green Bay schedule up if you don't mind, Mister Hoskins. Let's take a look at that to see how they might start off in the first month of the season. Damn shame what A.J. Dillon did to that mascot, too, man. I know, right? <laughs> Boy. How about this one? How about this one? Right off the bat, Green Bay taking on Minnesota in Minnesota and then Chicago at home on a Sunday night. There we go. Oh, my gosh. Justin Fields' first road game of the year is in Lambeau Field on the front of the whole damn country. And then they're at Tampa, home for New England. How about that for the first four? Then they have the Giants. The New York football giants are um, in London. No, oh, playing in London. I forgot to ask him about that. Going to London, and then they uh, come back home right away and take on the Jets. At Washington, there's your Sunday nighter at Buffalo before they play Detroit and Dallas. And it's a very late bye, Tennessee, Philadelphia, Chicago. But that's a first four, you think, three and one? I think they win the first two. I think they win in New England too, and they might they might lose to Tampa. How about that's a late afternoon game on Fox? That one is not for the whole country to see in just a, as a one off on Sunday night. That's just a regular old Fox game. I imagine it'll be a late window; the whole country will see it. And the two percent might not the, the milk is what we normally call it, or almond milk if we're talking about touchdown squares. 
All right, we'll take a break. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Our number three, Kurt Warner beckons as well right here on the show. Don't go anywhere. Lamar Jackson spoke yesterday as well. We haven't hit on that subject. Charles Barkley staying put. So much more to come. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, NetSuite wants to know, is poor visibility keeping you from having a successful business venture? Maybe it's because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that gives you the full picture of your business. With visibility and control over your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need all in one place. You can automate your manual processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 31,000 businesses already use NetSuite, so you should join. Because this summer, NetSuite right now has a special financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash richradio. Head to netsuite.com slash richradio for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses, netsuite.com slash richradio. Uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Let's go to Spencer in Florida. You're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Spencer? Hey, Rich. Hey, everybody. How is it going today? Hey, happy Spencer. Friday. What's going on? Uh, first of all, huge fan. You are the best sportscaster in the business. Thank Ever you. Since I first got into sports, I've been following along with you and Stuart Scott. Thank uh, you. Rest in peace. Oh, gosh. And so let me ask you. you I got to answer. I got to ask Spencer uh, to interrupt your uh, very complimentary uh, way to start this conversation. How um, how old are you, Spencer? I am turning 29 next month. Oh, my gosh. So you were essentially getting ready to go to nursery school when Stuart and I started <laughs> going together, right? I mean, on TV and doing our thing. Nursery school. And then you would go to grade school and yeah. watch the re-airs before hopping on the bus or something like that. <laughs> Is that what you were doing? Yeah, I believe uh, booyah was my first word, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I will take that, sir. I will take that. So what's on your mind today? What's on your mind? So you guys started the show talking about Kyler Murray and yes, sir. how they removed that whole mandatory study slash chore clause from his contract. And, you know, looking at their schedule, knowing that Hopkins is out for the first six games, they have the second toughest strength of schedule. I think their opponent win percentage that they're playing this year, like, is... 500 plus. I think they're only second to the Rams. Um, 
And the well, they're, first- they're in a tough division, Spencer. You know, obviously, you're going to have two against the defending world champs, and you're going to have two against the team that almost beat the defending world champs in their building in the NFC Championship game. So that's a tough one right there, you know, just you to start. First, uh, if you look at the first three weeks of their schedule, it is rough seas. So I feel like with the first week of training camp officially over, I think it's time for you to make your prediction on Arizona's uh, record. Uh, well, how about um, I let you do that, Spencer? How about you do it? You're such a tough you guy. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you grew up. You grew up watching Stuart and I. You want to do it? You want to do it? You do it. Let's go, Spence. You want to do it? All right, get in. How about that? Okay, I'll walk you through it. Forward. I'll walk you through it. Don't worry about not being prepared. Here we go. You, I'm just throwing you. I'm just throwing you a little Lord Charles curveball here. Spencer uh, wasn't ready for this. Here we go. All right, Spencer, you're first up. Uh, home against the Kansas City Chiefs. What happens? Win or loss? Oh, that that is a loss. All right, you see. All right, that's a loss. You can call me Rich. Don't worry about it. You're not five anymore. Uh, <laughs> week two at the Vegas Raiders. Win or loss? What do you got? That is also a loss. Oh, they start zero and two. Good lord, we need independent study time. That's what we'll be talking about. Home for the Rams. That is also a loss. Uh, oh, could you imagine they start zero and three? Uh, at Carolina, what do you got for me? Oh, they're going to win by that, thirty. Oh, wow! He's even <laughs> giving us a final score. Uh, home for Philadelphia. That is a win as well. All right, and then they're at Seattle with a chance to get back to 500 in Spencer's world. What do you got? I have them winning that one. They're three and three going into a short week. The Saints are visiting on Thursday night. Amazon, Al, and everyone is, is there. What about you? What do you got? Short week. Everybody's there. I say that's a loss. That's a loss. Okay, at the Minnesota Vikings. That is going to be a W. All right, they're four and four now going into their home date with Seattle. Do they sweep Seattle? They do sweep Seattle. All right. Then they're at the Rams. Do they win the? Do they uh, get swept by the Rams? Or do they shock everybody and win in SoFi? They, they get swept by the Rams. Uh, then they're home. Uh, well, then they play uh, San Francisco in Mexico City on a Monday night, Week Eleven. Who do they? What do they do there? Viva victory! That is a W. And then they play the Los Angeles Chargers at home before a bye. What do you got? That is a loss. All right. Then they're home for a Monday nighter against the New England Patriots. What happens? Uh, Susie, I love you, but uh, that's a win for the Cards. That's a win. Uh, at the Denver Broncos, back off my wife, Spencer. Easy. What do you got? What do you got? I have them I have them winning against the Broncos. All right. Then they're home for the Bucks and Tom Brady. What happens? Uh, that is a loss. And then they're at the Falcons. What happens? They win. Then they finish up at the San Francisco 49ers. What happens? They end with a loss. All right. So that's three, uh, three and three, four. Three and four, four and four, five and four, five and five, uh, six and six, seven and six, eight and six, eight and seven, nine, nine and, and seven, nine and eight. Says nine Spencer eight. from Florida. Spencer, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Well, well done. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it. There you go. There you go. Nine and eight. That's a pedestrian season out of the Arizona Cardinals. What do you make of that, T.J. Jefferson? I think they'll be a little better than that. Well, I think right. Kyler's got. A, I think Kyler's lit, and I think if they split the three, you go three and three without um, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at to start with. That would. I think they would. Would uh, they? I don't the, think they'd ever sign for 500. But you'd um, be happy going three and three with that, especially if you're going to start zero and three. Could you imagine they start zero and two? The five alarm fire that will happen. Yeah, but Rich, look who they're playing though. 
it's like you lose to Kansas City. There's, we're not going to like Raiders Rams out of the gate. You know, I don't think you're going to ring the alarm losing to the Chiefs and the Raiders. Right down without Spencer, Spencer in Florida. That's a lot of money for zero and three. No, it is. But you know, he, he's, not, not, he's not going to have any tackles. He's not going to kick any extra points and field goals. You know, he's not going to block anyone. There's only so much he can do. But it's I do love it when everybody acts like football's a one-position sport. Quarterback-driven league. I know. But the, 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 the issue is is um, they, they do not perform as well with DeAndre Hopkins out. It's that simple. He is that much of a difference-making receiver. Even though I've had him in fantasy three straight years, he will disappear uh, from, from a game. And it's just like Kyler doesn't throw in his direction nearly as much as he needs to. And I guess we're going to have six weeks of him missing that, and then boom, Hopkins will come back. And when he comes back, the first stretch of games when he comes back is that he's going to come back in that week seven game, that 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 Thursday night game at home. I don't think they lose to the Saints in that one. I think they win that one. Obviously, we have to see who's healthy and not. I mean, a Thursday night game on the road at home – I mean, Thursday night game at home, you should beat the team that's coming in on, on the road. And, um, you know, New Orleans is going to come off of a game against Joe Burrow and Cincinnati. I think they'll be tenderized for sure. What you a season. You want to tell uh, what a season the Saints be. defense at? Um, I'm telling you, that Saints defense is nice. I man. know it is, but so is one Joe Burrow. True. If I'm not mistaken, uh, didn't he put a ring on his finger down there? In New Orleans? He did. He's going to have a lot of fans there. He did. Well, that's going to be great. Burrow in New Orleans. Yeah. That's something we haven't really thought about hard yeah. about. Kurt Warner coming up shortly.